So how are you? Uh, how is your sleep? Awful. <laughs> There's good so nights. There's probably like yeah. two or three good nights a month, mm -hmm. and then the rest is kind of like you know, like a hit and miss. Yeah. There's better ones. Mm -hmm. There's horrible ones. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like a roller coaster. So I enjoy whenever I can sleep, yeah. and I just go with it when I can't. There's not much what you can do about it, but it definitely like gets better as they grow older. I uh, really admire you oh, for you. that. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's learning from Tracy. I'm gonna say yes. thank you. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> learning from Tracy. That's great. It, it's hard. Like definitely, I, I can't imagine. I honestly have no idea. Like I know I'm not the first one. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not the last one in this situation. Yeah, but it's like. Like, how do people, like, do it? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like self-inflinged pain. Like, doing an MBA, trying to pursue, like, a career yeah. growth while yeah. having, like, a baby. Yeah. It's like running a show. It sounds so difficult. I can't imagine myself doing that. I'd, I'd be crying every day. <laughs> yeah. In, like, I was I was watching, like, a documentary the other day. Mm -hmm. um, and I only watched, like, a little bit of the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if you ever heard about, I'm pretty sure her name is Ruth, it's Judge Ruth. There was yeah. like a big thing because she passed away like I think a year ago or something like that. And Judge Ruth. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah I, I've heard, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was watching a documentary where she talks a little bit about this part of being a woman mm -hmm. and trying to pursue dreams and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she was saying that whenever she had her first child or one of her children, mm -hmm. um, somebody told her, if you really want to do something, you're going to find a way. Yeah. But if you don't want to do it, you're going to find excuses. Yeah. Yeah, you find a way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not easy. It's not fun sometimes. For sure. But you find a way of, do, of doing it, right? And if there's something that you don't want to do, you're like, oh, I'm too tired. Oh, my baby needs to eat. Oh, this or that. So, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I guess I'm just finding the way to do it. <laughs> and I, I commend you for that. Um, seeing how many babies were born in our cohort. Right. through the program and your situation or Rose's situation this is different yeah, no offense to the guys yeah. in the cohort they're all great fathers I'm, yeah. I, I'm sure yeah. of that um, but being the mother in the middle of the school and pursuing your career like you mentioned and upon that there are other life situations or you know life just happens right like in your case um I'm not gonna say it on behalf of you like you went through some tough yeah. tough uh, life moments um are you proud of yourself for doing this i don't know if i would say proud of myself i definitely like recognize a little bit that i'm like whoa like i'm gonna be able hopefully i hope that i can graduate in april but um i'm like i hope i can graduate in april with like and look back and be like whoa like not everybody goes through like all of this and mm -hmm. i was listening to some of the other episodes and i guess like every each one of us has gone through different things right mm -hmm. like we've bought houses we've moved yeah. like we were through COVID, like going yeah. through like the an mba like uh, during COVID times and still i feel like we were able to build friendships and relationships out of like all of this right like yeah and on top of that like yeah for me it was like a very intense second year of the mba yeah um and on one side, I was like, I was pretty upset because I was like, I really want to learn something out of this. Like, I really want to get knowledge and friendships and mm -hmm. really, and I was pretty much like, it's a year where I don't remember 
what we did. Like, oh, for example, not, it's two years for me. <laughs> yeah, two and a half now. I don't remember <laughs> what I did. Yeah. I know it's a lot of a blur, but you know, like that specific year, it's kind of like I don't know. Like people are like, oh, from finance six hundred one, I learned this and that, and to me, it was like I was half of the time gone, right? And then the next semester, I was pregnant and sick, yeah. and it's like. I have no idea what, what we did. Like, I don't even know what courses we took in that year, you know? So, And it's okay. I, yeah. But at some point, it was like a lot of weight. And it was like, I'm not enjoying this. I'm not learning. I'm not, like, contributing and collaborating as much as I want to. I'm a slacker. I'm not doing good. Like... You're, you're, you're none of that. Yeah. Like, people, oh, you. people know you. People realize that. You need to give yourself a pat on the yeah. back that yeah. being able to pull through, being able to hold together through all of this, yeah. yet, you know, keeping the pace of the rest of the cohort, yeah. that's amazing. Oh, thank you. You should be proud yeah. of yourself. And now, I feel like, again, I don't know if proud's the word that I would use, mm-hmm. but now it's like, this year, I was like, it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be my best year. And still, like, I have a commitment to my teams, mm-hmm. right? To my team members. But in, individually, like, it's not, like, for example, I wanted to do other courses that were a bit more demanding. And I had to be like, I can't, right? Yeah. And this year, I was like, it's it's fine. Like, I, I get to work on, like, on my time, at my speed, mm-hmm. again. The hard part is when I have a commitment to others. Because yeah. I can fail myself and be like whatever it's fine but whenever i have a commitment with others that's the hard part but yeah even when i don't think i'm proud of what i've done i hope i can like reach that point one day i'm at a point where it's like whoa not everybody could have done it and i know there's a bunch of people that have done amazing job here and we all again have gone through different stuff Mm -hmm. so it's like great job we're doing awesome (laughs) We're still here, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's been an interesting journey, for sure. And the journey goes on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's life, I guess. Like, in a way, it's kind of like, again, if I look back, it's like, this is not what I was expecting. This is not what I was planning for. This is not how I envisioned my MVA. Yeah, this is life. (laughs) This is life. (laughs) And when, like, I remember when I, I found out that I was pregnant... Um, I was shocked at first Mm -hmm. because I was like, well, I'm in the MBA. Mm -hmm. I have like a career path that I'm finally enjoying. Like this was not the right moment to get pregnant and have a baby. And I remember at some point I was like, well, if life makes like give you lemons, Mm -hmm. I'm not just going to make lemonade. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make the freaking best lemonade I can possibly make. (laughs) (laughs) So that is life again, kind of like you just go with it and you learn from it. And one day you are on the other side and it's like, whoa, look at my garden, right? That's, that's a great, great mindset. And that's tremendous amount of courage that we all can learn from. Yeah. Yeah. I admire you. Oh, that's that's thank you. But very also, ad- admirable. Yeah. The thank word. You so much. Yeah. yeah. But also at like in a way, and yeah, you said how many babies are in the cohort. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Like I even talked to one of the dads mm-hmm. in our group and I was like, How do you do it? And I remember he said, Well, 
my wife has done most of the work while I'm doing like assignments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like true. And that's where I have to say like, I don't think I would be here if I didn't have like great, like if our cohort was not amazing yeah. to that we pull everyone, like we help each other. We have you an know? invisible supporting system for yes. each other. And yes. it's crucial, yeah. crucial to yeah. how we could have done um what we've done and how we help each other really held each other together yeah through this journey yeah Yeah. and it's like again you 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 know what happened like last year Mm -hmm. and it was like i was ashamed i was like i'm sorry i can't do anything for the group for a full month i pretty much disappeared for almost a month and Everybody was like, my two groups at that point, they were like, don't worry. Like, we've got you. You go do your thing, which is more important right now. Go and focus on that. Be okay. We'll do the work here. And then I came back and I remember I came back and I was like, I'm going to like, I'm going to lose the semester. Like, there's no way I'm going to like be able to like do everything. And for example, you were one of the people there being like, do you need help with finance? We can go through like the exercises together we can study together yeah and it was like sure and I had like a week to catch up before the midterm yeah when I missed like a full month right um and I'm saying you because you're here but there's a bunch of people in our cohort that were like help me with assignments help me just by listening to me help me by saying like you can do this like we've got you and yeah. I mean like I also have a great family like a partner that was like no worries, I'll do the groceries, you go and lock yourself and do your assignments, right? So if like, I feel that if I didn't have any of that, I don't think I would be here. I would have given up. I probably would not have, like, I would be like, MBA, forget about it, right? (laughs) Look Um, at you go now. Yay. So we're almost graduated. Yeah. And I'm sure just like myself, like, and I was talking to somebody today also, and I was like, I feel like our cohort has this thing that's amazing where but we don't know what it is we don't know what it is but mojo also, it's like you grow and it's like you go congratulations <laughs> and i'm so happy for you right mm-hmm. we don't have like this envy or jealousy or um what do you call it like competition mm-hmm. which you hear sometimes from other cohorts yeah yeah it's, it's like, weird enough a lot of the people in our cohort yes. are super competitive people. Yes, agree. Yeah, yeah. But it's not the, the type no. of competition that's like, oh, yeah, not at all. I'm not doing as good as you, so yeah. I'm gonna like pull you back. Yeah, no. It's kind of like we're competitive, and it, like I think Matt said this yesterday, or mm-hmm. I heard the, that episode yesterday, mm-hmm. where he was like, we are all go getters. Mm-hmm. So, but in in a way, like we're not go getters and be like, oh. I'm going to trip you because you're doing better than me and no way yeah. I could be better than you, right? We all adapted and learned to work with different people and kind of like encourage others to be better. Yeah. Which I think it's great. It's a good network of like support. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I personally love that um, network of support too. Yeah. And I, I, I got a lot of the support through this, this web of network, through the, the friends in the cohort. Um, and that ultimately changed me. I, I'm a different person now. And 
I know a lot of that was from the encouragement, the the support, um, the the listening, the people who were listening to me, and the the assurance, the positive reinforcement that they gave me. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I think that's that's great. And and it's so it's so awesome to see we are part of each other's growth too. Oh yes, yeah, one hundred percent. Which mm-hmm. again, it's like I don't know if that's what I'm gonna get out of the MBA. <laughs> I'm good with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's more than again. We're talking like a piece of paper, yeah. right? Or the twenty five self reflections that we did in the twenty five OBHR courses that we had. Yeah, it's like well, yeah, I learned something about myself, but I think I learned more about others, which is like great. Yeah, but also yeah. Again, remember. We have the resource, yeah. we have the brain to go back to it and yeah. to get back into it and pick it up and refresh ourselves anytime yeah. we can do that. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Mm-hmm. Which that that was a smart thing that like not smart, but I mean like it gave a lot of clarity. I never thought about it that way. I yeah. never thought about like maybe that's what I'm finding like... myself as an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I keep telling myself when I forget something yeah. that I learned for the yeah. past two, three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, when are you going back to work work? August this Ooh, year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a, yeah. a few more months. Um. Yeah. I plan on finishing the MBA in April mm-hmm. and then have like a few months just to enjoy life, which we haven't done in three months, in three of years. Course, right. Yeah. And then go back to work. Hopefully yeah. like with a lot of energy and a lot of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. So yeah. As you know, I let each one of the guests will honor of the day to ask a question. Um, yeah, so yeah. your turn. I, so last night I was uh, listening to Hannah, I'm like, I'm going to do, like, what am I going to ask her? And of course, like, right now I cannot think of anything. Like, I think you're just, like, one of those amazing people that you can have conversations for hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. But I guess, like, what, what got you to do, like, an MBA? Like, um... And, and if you if you would go back to kind of like CQN in 2020 mm-hmm. um, or whenever you apply to start the MBA and like what got you here and now how do you how would you explain that person well here I am and this is like what I got out of it or like this is how my vision started and how if it has shifted how has it shifted mm. It's a heavy question. Um, part of the answer resides in the next episode that <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been released. Okay. Um, I think I'm pretty open with uh, talking about how I was, I still am, a lost lamb yeah. <laughs> in the 30s. Um, I think finding my career at the time didn't align with my core values. Right. Or didn't align with my, you know, my personal meaning and, and purpose. Um, I think at the time, I, I actually didn't know. If you ask me in 2019 or 2020, I wouldn't have this sentence laid out because I just, I felt miserable. I can't exactly tell you why. Um, right. So I was looking at the career pivot. Um knowing that I'm specialized in geology, but nothing else. Um, all I could think of is, well, I can go back to Superstore to be a cashier again. I've done that. Um, but definitely that wouldn't be the, the right decision or the right choice to to start from scratch. Um, right. I didn't realize I 
I had much to offer. I didn't know of my own transferable skills, um, all of that. And thinking um, MBA would be just a, a general door for me to, to explore. Um, there are many directions that I could go from there. And as I mentioned in Matt's episode, I didn't have a expectation. I didn't really have a vision. I, right. I just kind of came in and I just want to see what the MBA can offer right. and see what's out there. And I can explore everything. Um, right. the, the, the world is my oyster. Yeah. So coming out of the MBA, do you think that you have more clarity? Do you think like you have identified like those values and like what do you kind of like I know you've talked about like your identity crisis which mm -hmm. I think it's not just yours like yeah uh, we've, we've talked about this how I feel like on the same path but has the MBA given you those tools or, or that answer that you were looking for I think I wasn't necessarily seeking an answer or at least I, I didn't realize I was seeking an answer until later on uh, and it's the reflections for me that helped me to to know more about myself to connect with my own values if that makes any sense um, to understand what I don't want and what I want I, I still don't think I was talking to Corey about this at lunch I still don't think I have a hundred percent clarity of who I am and what I want exactly in the future right. um, but I definitely have way more clarity than current in 2020 right. and I am really good at knowing what I don't want. I'll fi I figure that out very quickly. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's a thing, right? Like it's, it's funny because I also know what I don't want, mm -hmm. but I don't know what I want. And it's a journey and uh, I, I know yeah. it's not just you and me, it's, it's a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But command ourselves for being courageous and being brave to you know take a step take the action i'd say do an mba see what happens see what it can offer to to explore and to to learn more to grow and uh, that's that's a good start yeah mm -hmm. i agree with you yeah no that's that's interesting because would you say that out of the mba did you learn more of yourself because of the mba or did you learn more about yourself because of what others like because of the, that learning with others you know what i mean both i think okay. i'm really good at self-critique and uh, self-questioning and i'm finding the friends um are just putting themselves out there to be my sounding board okay making me realize the attributes that i didn't know of okay it happens to a lot of us like because it's not that we don't know us well, it's because we don't realize we, we have that because sometimes it ha it's so natural, like you're, you're so good at something, it becomes so natural to you, but you didn't even realize you were yeah. good at something. Yeah. So, so that, yeah, plus the self-reflection. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of self-reflection like in this MBA. Yeah. Um, a lot. So you ask three questions actually. And <laughs> you're you're welcome. <laughs> so I didn't see a piano in your house. So you're not you're not the one that plays the piano. I'm not the one that plays the piano. No. Okay. I still Although need to I love piano music. Me too. I love me too. classical music. Yeah. 
And fun fact uh, for Stephen and Trevor, mm-hmm. my dad is a lot into music. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, like mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to play piano. Okay. I had the opportunity to play guitar. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no. It's <laughs> forgiving in life. We're so like... Um, What's the word that I'm looking for? Like, so ungrateful of those opportunities. I was like, I don't want to do this. And my dad had a guitar that belonged to, I think, his dad. Oh, wow. I took it to school once Uh because I was going to try to learn how to play guitar. Yeah. And I dropped it from, like, two floors. Whoa. The guitar, like, got (laughs) smashed. And I don't, like, I think my dad stopped talking to me for a while. (laughs) Because I destroyed, like heritage right yeah um and then he tried to teach me how to play the piano and i had like a professor and everything yeah and i was like i don't want to do this like and then i grew up and i was like i love like i grew up listening to classical music and all this stuff and i love it and i hate that i can't play the piano okay yeah so i still want to kind of like learn me too eventually yeah hopefully sooner than later but it's one of my my goals yeah, one of mine too. Um, yeah. I have major regrets didn't pick up piano when yeah. I was younger. Not too late. Not too late, yeah, but yeah. Hopefully not too late. We're probably not going to be like a Mozart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> not going to make money off it for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to enjoy that hobby, yeah. we still can. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Can I ask you um, the explanation about your name uh, you explained it to me um, yeah. but I, I feel probably I'm, I wasn't the only one curious about your your name because uh, what's on your certificate and what's on zoom and, yeah. and like professors get confused sometimes yeah, yeah. yeah. no yeah. definitely so my full name is Brenda Ariana Garcia Garcia mm-hmm. and I was that in Mexico my yeah. entire life Right. Um, and actually, I grew up being Brenda because everybody calls you by your first name like 99% of the time. Yeah. Um, so all my family calls me Brenda. Mm-hmm. All my elementary school friends yeah. call me Brenda. Does Josh um, call you Brenda? No. no. <laughs> because he met me as Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> so dual personality here. Yeah. Um, so I grew up being Brenda all the time. And I remember being little and he never liked my name. Mm. Well, I never, it's not that I liked it or not, but I never loved it. I never felt like I had a Brenda personality. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to whenever I was in university, mm-hmm. I went overseas. I had the opportunity to be in Australia for a semester. Yeah. And I stayed with an Australian family. Yeah. And I remember my mom mm-hmm. told me, like, Brenda is a very, like, old woman's name mm-hmm. and I was like yes thank you like, you <laughs> explained everything like I feel like a Brenda I feel like a Brenda and no offense to anybody that has that name yeah. but I was like I feel like a Brenda is an old soul and I think I'm an old soul but I was like I don't see myself as a Brenda yeah you know what I mean yeah but still like that's what people quote me what are you gonna do right and when I went to the interview for my first job mm-hmm. one of the managers was like so, Brenda, Ariana, huh, what do you prefer? Mm-hmm. It was like, nobody had ever asked me that. Nobody had ever asked me, what do you prefer? Yeah. And I was like, Ariana, like, I like I love my middle name. Yeah. I love it. Like, yeah. I feel like that's more me. Like, I feel like it has more, like, spark, mm-hmm. more energy. Yeah. That's more social. That's like, you know? And I was like, 
Ariana. So ever since I started my professional career, I see. I started being Ariana. Yeah. And at that point, because somebody asked me, "What do you prefer?" Mm. and people that would like new people that would be introduced into my life, and if they call me Brenda, I was like, "Who would like?" I'm not Brenda. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's my other me. That's kind of like, yeah. fuck. That's my educational me, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's how it came out. And um, it's Brenda. Now, obviously, it's kind of like the duality of it because, like, all my papers are Brenda Ariana. So, lots of people see Brenda and they decide to call me that. Yeah. Um, so, I'm good with both. Um, and uh, Garcia, Garcia. Yeah. Um, just confused about it. Yeah. So in Mexico, whatever, like you get both your parents' last names. Okay. So my dad' last name is Garcia Beltran, uh-huh. yeah, and my mom's last name is Garcia Rivera. Oh. So their first last name uh-huh. kind of like make the family name. So mm-hmm. my family is Garcia Garcia. I see. Kind of like you blend both last names. Yeah. And you become one family, right? Yeah. Um. So both my brother and I now. The funny thing, I guess, and in Mexico, it's pretty common. Like you have Gomez Gomez or Garcia Garcia or um, I don't know what other common ones are, but you can have like, because two people might have the same last name, which doesn't mean they're related. Yeah. Um, This is not Game of Thrones, people. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but yeah, like it was just the case that both my dad and my mom had the first, the same first last name. Gotcha. So that was passing to the family and. We are Garcia Garcia. Yeah. Now here I just go by Ariana Garcia because again, kind of like doing the double Garcia is always having to give an explanation and whatnot. So yeah, that um, explains it. And I'm sorry for my ignorance of oh. uh, of your culture. I just no had worries. No idea. Yeah. I don't know anything about like, a lot of <laughs> cultures. So yeah, ask questions. They are always welcome. Um. Yeah. Now we're gonna have some uh, standard procedure. Okay. <laughs> Um, what kind of orange juice do you like? Or do you not like orange juice? Okay, going back to the culture <laughs> answer here. So, I'm not going to say in Mexico we don't have bottled orange juice, mm-hmm. because we do. Mm-hmm. But, growing up, I don't know what's the deal right now, but growing mm-hmm. up, oranges were so cheap mm-hmm. that at home mm-hmm. we would always have fresh orange juice. Yeah. And ever since I've been a little kid, uh-huh. I've hated pulp. I don't like things with texture. Oh, so I remember one of them. My, my poor mother, <laughs> who I love so much, yeah. but she would have to like make orange juice for the family, uh-huh. and then she would have to strain, strain it, yeah, <laughs> to remove all the pulp. If my juice had a teeny tiny little bit of pulp, yeah. I would be like not having it. Nope, it's gross. I can't do it. I don't like textures. So whenever I moved here and I had the bottle of orange juice, yeah, and I saw that there was a thing with pulp or the apple juice that's like thicker. Yeah, it's like what is this? Is it like soup or what? So no, I gotta go with no pulp. Not even a tiny little bit. Yeah, message received. Yeah, that was a. Very strong and, and sassy <laughs> message. Got it. Yeah. Zero pulp. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, who are you? Talk about identity crisis. Um, and this is one of the things that was like harder at Glenda's course. It was like try to define myself. Huh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna like agree with Matt. Uh, it, I think it all depends on where you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like. 
I feel like I'm just a silly, funny girl that comes from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm passionate about a lot of things. So I normally, it used to be easy to blend in different like situations in life mm-hmm. because I would find something that I liked from that. So I was a bit of a ca- chameleon. I think that's what the word is in English. You know, those uh, animals oh, that yeah, yeah. turn green yes. and blue yeah. and red, depending <laughs> Super on Super adaptable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like that was me. Definitely motherhood brings like a complete different context to it. Yeah. Because I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. I love being a mom. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see myself just as a mom. Which I think it happens to a lot of women. Yeah. Who are like you lose your identity because now you're like someone depends so much on you that you're like, I'm not like a dancer. I'm not a party animal anymore. (laughs) Um, So I would say I am a professional that enjoys her career. Mm -hmm. I am someone that loves having fun, loves seeing friends, love, I love family. Mm -hmm. And Um, you like, you love clubbing too? Clubbing? I, whenever (laughs) I was young, I I used to. I gotta say that I'm going to Mexico this summer, spring, mm-hmm. and I hope I can go to a club. I don't know if I'm gonna love it anymore, mm-hmm. but yeah, I love dancing, so mm-hmm. I'm a mom too. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a good answer. Um, and I think the uh, the fear of losing my um, identity to a, a child is, uh, I think that's the main reason behind why I uh, I don't want a kid yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. It's a complete disruptor. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's lots of people that are going to say it's the best thing that can happen to you. It's beautiful. Like, you're going to love it. You're not going to change it for anything. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. But also, I feel that as women, mm-hmm. it's a big change. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the point where I was, sh- like, something shook underneath me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, I got to pick one of the million hats that I want to wear. Yeah. And I don't know which one I want to pick because there are so many. There are so many. Put and upon us. Before kids, you yeah. can pick whichever you want to pick. Mm-hmm. Once you have kids, we have a lot of society pressure mm-hmm. to always put your mom hat first. Right. And then try to fit the other hats on top of your mom hat. Mm-hmm. Which is hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Not trying to just encourage you to have kids. No, yeah, for but, sure. But, um, you know, like, I love my son. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, a phase in life that I'm like, this is pretty fun. But at the same time, like, it comes with a cost. Yeah. And it's a trade-off, right? Yeah. I'm going to pick. Yeah. And I hope I hope they cannot hear my kid. <laughs> <laughs> He'll figure it out uh, yeah. when he's 20, maybe. Yeah. 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 Well, you said you love him. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go check on him? No. no. Dad's with him, yeah. so he's okay. Yeah. yeah. He's so cute. Yeah, so lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no problem. I I like kids too. I like seeing babies. And I like yeah. seeing other people's babies. Yeah. But really, um, I think the the hat, the identity, the, yeah. that's what worries me the most when I when I think of that, when I'm trying to make the decision. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. next question. Can you tell us one thing that most people don't know about you in the cohort? Ah, oh, one thing. 
See, like, I was like, I'm going to prepare for this. I have all my answers. I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm an open book. Like, just, like, somehow, like, math. Like, you come and ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. Like, there's, like, I'm an open book. Yeah. Like, I have no, <laughs> no secrets. I kind of, like, share yeah. as much or as little as people want to know about me. Yeah. Um, probably one of the things that people assume of me mm-hmm. is that... And I don't know, now I don't know if the word is extrovert, but I feel like some people assume that I'm more like social and I like networking and what, and I'm very shy. Mm-hmm. I am very, very, very shy. Like I'm not the person that's going to go somewhere and going to interact with everybody. And that's one of the things that I regret from the program because I didn't give myself the opportunity to interact with lots of people mm-hmm. because I prefer to be off the spotlight. I prefer to be kind of like, and if somebody gives me a microphone, thank you, good. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I don't know what to do about this. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, very shy, and I feel like lots of people don't think. Yeah, no, I, that way. you don't appear that way. Yeah, yeah, that 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 surprised yeah. me. Even though I, I know this is not the first time you mentioned that to me. Yeah. Um, and like networking can be really daunting it's sometimes. Scary. It's natural for some people. Yeah. It's just you know they can just show up and start yeah. like charm their way away and yeah. talk to anyone they can. Yeah, the, I I feel you. I yeah. feel you. Yeah. yeah, I'm very shy. Now the good thing though mm-hmm. is again I I I think of myself as a chameleon. Again, I hope that this is the correct word, um, but I can camouflage. Mm-hmm. So. Whenever I go in public or whenever I go to a networking event yeah. or something like this, yeah. it's so hard for me. And all the time, like before mm-hmm. that like networking event or a party or like if I go to a wedding where I'm just going to be by myself, it mm-hmm. freaks me out. But really? once I'm there, yeah. oh yeah, like I get panic and like it's it's the worst. But once I'm there, yeah. I can put in like like a the social mask yeah. on and yeah. being like hi how's it going yeah. just talk to people and pretend like it's like it's a normal thing that's to a do, you skill know what I mean? that's a yeah. excellent skill to have like, maybe you, it, you've faked it well if, yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's it has its ups and downs but yeah i think like that's that's one thing that people don't know about me mm-hmm so, but does that drain your energy? Like, is it exhausting for you to do that? Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, a lot. I see. Um, yeah. Like, for example, like, I had a C-section mm-hmm. uh, when I had my baby. And somebody told me, I was, like, very, like crying. I was in a lot of pain mm-hmm. because I don't deal good with pain. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone told me, well, don't you think you're overreacting? Who the heck would say that? Uh, like the only thing they give you at the hospital is Tylenol, so I don't. And I remember, um, I I kind of like decided to take a step back, and I don't like conflict. Uh-huh. So I was like, I talked to 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 my husband, and I was like, you know what? This is the moment when my camouflage ability is gonna be good uh-huh. because. I'm going to put a face on, like, I'm happy, I'm great, oh, I'm doing awesome, man. thanks so much for asking. That's so mean and of that person. even when that was, like, so energy-consuming, yeah. in a way, uh-huh. 
pretending that I was not in pain for others at some point helped me to forget a little bit about pain. Oh, man. So, you know, it has like both effects because it had a positive effect. I feel like I was like, okay, stop. You're not in pain. We're going to like believe you're not in pain. You're going to show up as a strong person again. But in a way, it was like, I'm dying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So just like that can come like, it can be great, but also it can be like, I know. I just a lot in the back. You didn't have to deal with that. You could have just put up your middle finger to that person, (laughs) who whoever said it. Um, Yeah. But again, I don't like conflict, right? So I'm like, yeah. I just smiled, and yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm glad you're not in pain anymore. I'm not. Shame on that. I'm sleep deprived, but not in pain. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So next question. What was the biggest harvest for you? Oh, I just like I'm. I feel like I'm just gonna go with everyone in terms of like people, but mm-hmm. also um, I think like from this conversation, like I learned a lot about myself too, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's it's funny because I arrived to Calgary about six seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like I never had like a group of people that I knew that I liked. Yeah. Or, or I didn't have friends. I didn't have a network. Yeah. Um, and ever since the MBA, even when I have to push myself from being like this shy person that mm-hmm. would just love to be like reading a book like in the corner, um, I've met amazing people that I've learned a lot from and that have helped me also like identify a little bit more of like myself mm-hmm. and learn a bit more about myself and have given me the opportunity to kind of like get in their hearts and their houses and their mm-hmm. families and like it's been a great chance to kind of like be like hmm, i have friends now yeah so yeah i think that's definitely the biggest harvest absolutely yeah i said this too because like walking in the mba program i have no expectation like i know a lot of people for especially the emba's they yeah. you know came with the sole purpose of networking yeah. I knew that's going to be part of the MBA program, but that's just not, you know, like it's not my goal. It's not yeah. on on my mind all yeah. the time. I, I like organic relationships, yeah. just whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And it has been blooming beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew four people in Calgary yeah. before yeah. before the MBA and just uh, yeah. like talking about networking. And, and now... I've lost count. Yeah. So many, so many good people in our yeah. cohort and yeah it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. And it's funny because my number one goal when I started the MBA, mm-hmm. I wanted to be smarter. Like I wanted to really learn something yeah. that I could take out into the world. Mm-hmm. And again, because of different circumstances, there's a lot that's a blur, but, um, but going out of it again, it's kind of like, I learned a lot about me and I learned a lot about other people and mm-hmm. yeah. And it's kind of like, whenever like I see like for example seeing you or seeing other people that like we go out for coffees or for lunch or dinners or drinks or whatever it's kind of like I look forward to it (laughs) that's great so yeah and I hope you didn't feel like you have to put on you know masks to to do that then that's a completely different moment right yeah 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 I mean I had to put on some um, because I'm pretty sure not a lot of people saw 
what was going on last year. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people knew that I was pregnant, mm-hmm. and not of people knew that I was miserable being pregnant because I was so sick. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I went back to to the program too with a five week old baby, and yeah. nobody knew. Like I don't think lots of people noticed how hard it was. Right? So yeah, that's an advantage of like being like I'm doing great. But still, yeah. It's hard. You've done you've done it well. Yeah. Yeah. And again, there's people like that and like, I don't wanna use names because there's a lot of people, but there's people that have been like, It's okay. Like I don't believe what you're saying. I think I know you now. I think I know that you're not doing great, but I'm here if you need me. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Yeah. Right? So yeah, I think that's that's one of the best things of the program. And again, having that network of people mm-hmm. that don't pull you down, mm-hmm. that want to see you succeed, that want to bring the best out of you. Yeah. Where else do you get that? At home. Even that, that's not always true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people yeah. at home wants to pull you yeah, down too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But no, I, I know what you're saying. Like most of the time, like family is the best for most people. Like I yeah. think it's a, it's a privilege to some. Mm-hmm. Um. But outside of your house, like of your small yeah. like family, right? Mm-hmm. Like inner circle, like where do you get that? I'm surprised that we got that through the MBA. It's yeah, it's it's wonderful. My vocabulary is <laughs> is so deficient. It's like amazing, awesome, wonderful. Oh, That's I all I can do. <laughs> yeah, and that isn't that one of the hard things? Like yeah. how do you struggle or I don't want to say struggle, but I do struggle. Having both languages, hmm. or as many languages as you speak, but having two languages, like, it's another level. It's kind of like, oh, I know I can say my idea in Spanish, and it'll be perfect, and I can express myself. And then you try to do that in English, and it's like, a, it's coming choppy, but yeah. I hope they got the message. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I uh, worry about that all the time. And uh, the biggest frustration now is, struggle with both languages (laughs) yeah yeah no i can see that happening Mm -hmm. i listen to all my podcast music Mm -hmm. i watch youtube everything's in spanish Mm -hmm. and that's because i have a big fear of losing my native language for sure yeah but that has a price in my english because sometimes it's like uh, the uh, how do you say (laughs) yeah like this this that word again yeah Yeah. is this right yeah but I, I, I admire your English, though. Like, you're really great at, like, expressing and saying your idea and, like, your questions and everything in English. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from Tracy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I try. And I, I also know I'm kind of plateaued. I'm having a bottleneck of, I don't know how I can improve this to the next level and I know my communication is not it's not terrible but it's not great I need to articulate myself for three minutes to deliver one idea sometimes maybe um but that would take an English speaker maybe 10 seconds (laughs) yeah true and again like I'm not an English speaker like it's not my first language but I feel like you do great you do great too thank you I really mean it yeah that's just a yeah commend each other here praise each other for our English yeah Yeah. good um so next question what was the most memorable thing person course project event for you <sighs> this is a great question because again a lot of it it's a blur right now yeah, um, yeah. 
but I could be I could be carrying the baby, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but I don't want to speak for you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, um, but I think I think actually, like, one of the best moments for me was, um, like, I have a, a few, uh, but one of the best memorable ones was after Block Week from the BTMA. Mm-hmm. I'm not like I don't like Zoom, like. I, I didn't enjoy at all the virtual part. Not at all. Um, nope. Yeah, not that at all. was a struggle because we were there for a year, right? We were there for a year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before, well, what I mean, like after the first OBHR, like I remember we all went to Prince, oh, Prince, we did. Prince, Edward Prince, or Prince Island yeah. Park. Yeah. Prince, yeah. Something Whatever like that's that. called. Yeah. But we were there. We saw each other. But it was weird. Like, it was kind of like, we've been together for a week, yeah. but I'm not sure if I know you or not, right? Yeah. So... We recognize faces, yes. but we, we don't recognize the body shapes that exactly. that height. Yeah. yeah, so it was like, yeah. you were like chattier during like a Zoom call and now you're very quiet. So it was like a weird like gathering, but it was nice. Mm-hmm. But then kind of like after the week of being in BTMA, mm-hmm. like all together, pretty mm-hmm. much like from the beginning of the day until the end. Yeah. And then having to go home, doing assignments, presentation after presentation after presentation, it felt like a real great reward to be able to kind of like go in a big group Yeah. for drinks. And it was the first time that I actually got the opportunity to talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, not just about, oh, how's your assignment going and yeah. what do you do for work? You know, more like having personal conversations. Mm-hmm. And how did you find this week? And mm-hmm. like, oh, I bought a house and I'm moving and I'm doing renovation, blah, blah. And it was like, I feel like it was the first time that we were a group. Yeah. You know, that we felt like that, like, groupy environment. The in-person um, connection and the in-person experience is definitely different than, yes. than virtual. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like that was probably one of the most memorable ones. Um, but I feel like there's, there's a few more like, yeah, I was able to land a really good job through the MBA mm-hmm. as well. So that was great. Yeah. I had again, a bunch of like support, like, I'll like, I'll never forget one of the times, um, and I was talking to Matt that mm-hmm. time and he probably does know this, but I was like in a bus checking one assignment, mm-hmm. trying to connect to like hotspot mm-hmm. in the middle of like the highway uh, in Mexico, mm-hmm. trying to submit an assignment. I didn't want anybody to know that I was in a bus with like, like, you know, the, it's moving. It's like, yeah. and I'm trying to do the assignments and everything. And I remember like at some point I was like, mad, like, I feel like I'm failing. And Matt was like, I, like, we've got your back. Mm-hmm. don't worry we've got your back of course and yeah. he was not the only one like i'm just saying his name but um mm-hmm. but that was like also kind of like i was like there's really good people in the world right? so <laughs> that, that was another memorable and believing humanity again <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. um so yeah i feel like those those have been really memorable ones i can also like talk about like one where somebody screamed at Oz and zoom <laughs> but there, there's quite a few yeah wonderful um I told you we could go on for three hours. I know we can. (laughs) Enjoy this. (laughs) Oh, they will. And they're fine. You know, like they enjoy it or not, their decision. Um, But it's it's been a great conversation between us. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You like dancing. Do you like singing too? I do. Oh. I do, but I sing horrible. (laughs) So I think that doesn't stop you from loving it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, so um, what's your go to karaoke song? I don't think... Okay, and this is the thing. My karaoke songs are in Spanish. 
Yeah, all right. But yeah. I think that my favorite song that I would sing, I, I don't think I've ever been a karaoke, like karaoke mm -hmm. since I moved here. Mm -hmm. So never an English one. Mm -hmm. But so I have, like my friends told me, because once I sang... I Will Always Love You? Is that what it's called from yeah, Whitney Houston? I think so. Right? I'm not going to sing it. Um, <laughs> Please do. It's, it's like hearing a coyote. Yeah. Like owling. Um, I think that's what it said. Um, but yeah, like I love Whitney Houston, so that's one mm -hmm. of my favorite ones. But she needs to reach like very high or low, whatever it is now. Mm -hmm. So yeah. can't do that. And my second pick, I think it would be like, so I tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> and you know why I love it so much? Because when I was growing up, again, English is a second language, right? Yeah. I would be like, so I'm sure when I was like, I don't know, whenever the Spice Girls released that song. Yeah. And it took me forever to memorize the lyrics often. Oh my God. I still so, to this day don't, no, probably <laughs> don't like know the whole lyrics or like don't yeah. understand the whole lyrics. So. I didn't. It yeah. was like my achievement. So I'm very <laughs> proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, one of those, but I'm definitely like, I feel like I'm a frustrated performer because mm -hmm. I would have loved to have like a singing and dancing career. Mm. Um, but yeah. I didn't get the boys, and I was raised in a very traditional family where women did dance were not seen respectfully. I see. So, yeah. yeah. That or a lawyer would be like my second profession. <laughs> like, okay. Why lawyer? I know. I love law. Like, I really enjoy, like, uh, law and stuff like that, which I was not allowed was to. Was it inspired by, like, suits or some something or no. just it was just in you yeah it was just in me like i don't know i remember in high school like my parents be like why do you have to get in trouble to like rescue somebody else or like save somebody else or talk to somebody else um i i've always been the person that if i see something that just doesn't align with me and somebody's being like abused or or it's kind of like in a in a in like a bad position like i like to talk for those people mm -hmm. So yeah, I wanted to be a lawyer, but I was not allowed to, so hmm. maybe in the next life. Maybe in the next yeah. life. Or you can, you know, speak for people and uh, help people in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. Which I'm sure you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, next question, I'm going to um, oh, not name the listener, but I got a, a bunch of fun questions from uh, some listeners Ooh. Um, <laughs> to, to end our podcast today in a fun way. Okay. What would you rather fight? A hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? What? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> a hundred ducks-sized sized horse? horses. Yeah. A hundred duck-sized horses, I, or one horse-sized duck? I think the horse-sized duck. I don't even know why. It just <laughs> sounds easier than a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a horse-sized duck. It's a horse-sized... Yeah, a horse and a little one, right? Horse-sized duck. So imagine that a duck as big as a horse. That's what you'll oh, be fighting. <laughs> oh, no, then the other way around. Oh, I don't know. This is so conflicting. Because I don't want to have to run around like a hundred ducks. Yeah, the horse-sized duck. Horse-sized 
Like, if, if I yeah. could not, like, cool. fight it, I would yeah. just, like, jump on and take and me right it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Take me whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Super valid. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that, I think we'll wrap this one up. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Your house oh. is beautiful. No worries. Yeah. Anytime. Okay. And, yeah. And I'm, I'm your host, Kuwen. Today's guest was Ariana... Garcia Garcia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ariana Grande. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for having me. No worries. Anytime. Mm. It's been a pleasure.